All right. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? What's going on, everyone? This is Michael Aaron Costers. Thanks for coming uh, and visiting us for another episode of The Experience with Michael Aaron Costers. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys may have noticed, I threw in an intro there today. We are simulcasting live on YouTube as well as on um, Anchor.fm. Of course, the Anchor.fm will come out at a later date. Uh, not a later date, I apologize. Uh, later on this evening. I'm sorry, a little distracted here. I'm kind of uh, going through some new, um, uh, new production equipment that I'm playing with uh, that we're using over at Q&A Holes Podcast. And um, just some stuff to kind of familiarize. Kind of exciting. So, like, basically, um, where I last left off with you all was on the Saturday Night Chill Session. So, on the Saturday Night Chill Session, um, we talked about a little bit of this and a little bit of that, which is all just good and dandy. Um, but what we didn't get to do is the poetry reading on Sunday. Oh no. It seems like this is starting to become a theme with the poetry readings. Oh no. They're like two days delayed and once, you know, mind removed. Um, well, we're going to do that tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a Tuesday night poetry reading. Uh, it's almost fitting, though, I guess, if I think about it in retrospect, because I thought, well, I want to have a Sunday night poetry reading. Um, or, you know, I mean, it's not like um, a poetry open mic. It's just like me reading some of my poems from my website because I have a lot of writing on my website. And, <clears throat> you know, I'd like to share it with you. And I figure, you know, maybe a couple of poems uh, at a time is easier to digest than, you know, like throwing a whole like 20 to 30 minutes to an hour long program at you of poetry because I could do it. I have done it. And I've learned better from doing it, quite frankly, because, um, you know, people get, you know, bored unless you're truly entertaining. And I've seen some poets that were very, very entertaining and they did not rely on being slam style type of poets. They used uh, they used other other forms of talent that I think a lot of template cookie cutter slam poets don't tend to have. Um, anyways, so yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. Now, the great thing about these that I really, really do like is, um, I can actually show you guys the website. So I'm talking about the writing that I have. Um, it's from the website, the root of many returns.com. So the root of many returns.com, that is actually my writing website. Now, if you are on, um, YouTube with me, then you'll be able to see it if you're on the Spreaker or the, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't come out on Spreaker on this, um, podcast. If you are on the Anchor podcast or any of the affiliated podcasts that I am, um, syndicated on, then you can see that I'm showing the website. So the website is the rootmanyreturns.com and on it, like right now, uh, one of the main features that I have here is um, uh, for a project I'm working on called the uh, Black, or Black Orpheus Poems of Dreams and Dementia. 
And that is a, a collection of poetry that I'm putting together over at Wattpad. So it's just kind of like, you know, bringing note to that. And then like, if you want to read it, you can just click on there. Uh, if you don't know what Wattpad is, it's kind of like a writing type of community. Like you can go and if you're a writer, you can um, put short stories there. People will readers and writers as well, um, you know, are members of the Wattpad community and they go and read work or sometimes you do have people who are just specifically readers that are members of the community so they can read stories from like their favorite uh, writers or any people that they're fanning on at the moment. But then there's also other segments to the website that you can go and see, like the blog, The Root Money Returns. That's the blog for the website. Then we have the bookstore. Um, we have a link to the Experience podcast. That's what you're listening to right now. A link to the, the Experience podcast website. Um, a link to some of my short fiction, my poetry, some of my artwork. Um, the video page is not up yet. That is coming soon. Uh, to some haiku, the link to the Q&A holes podcast podcast, um, something that I'm working on called Day Trip Playland, um, link to previous podcasts or current podcasts I'm working on, so you can kind of get an idea of what it is I'm doing in pot in the podcast land. And then the Max F Max Caulfield serial, some of y'all may recognize that name, and I will go to bat on that one, but the Max Caulfield Caulfield Serials, excuse me, can't speak right now. Um, and the Max Caulfield Serials is um, is a, uh, what do you call it? It is a series uh, that is uh, 18 plus. So yeah, but that's pretty much that. And then, so, you know, there's just, you know, a little fluff extra on that. But we'll, um, we'll be reading poetry from my website tonight. Um, and that will be... Um, on the here let me go ahead and expand it one more time Boop. that will be here in the poetry section so you just click on that and then it'll take you to the poetry cool uh so my latest entry my latest entry is for black orpheus um which is also being published at wattpad but uh we'll get to that in a little bit before we, we spill into it, I just wanted to share with you um, the website because, uh, you know, now I can actually show it to the viewers on YouTube. And then, you know, um, the people on Anchor, if you'd like to go check it out, that's at therootofmanyreturns.com. That's T-H-E-R-O-O-T-O-F-M-A-N-Y-R. E T U R N S dot com. The root of many returns, like tree roots and stuff like that. So um <clears throat> I figured we'll go ahead and do that tonight. Um I'm just gonna read a handful of poetry. In fact, um I was so excited about using this new um uh like uh streaming system. Um it's it's all free and templated. I mean you can you can see the the logo in the corner there. I forgot to cue the music. All right. There we go. That's better. I was like, it's a little quiet. Um, and the best part about it is I do believe that uh, even the YouTube listeners may be able to hear the background music this time, which is nice. Let's find out. Hold on. that uh, even the there's maybe able to hear background music this time. 
Honestly, I don't know if it is a fact or not, <laughs> but when I was testing the mic, everything seemed to be working fine in that regard, so we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, let's see here. Um, okay. All right. So I don't want to leave people standing too long in a wait for... We've only been on for like eight minutes, nine minutes. Let's see here. All right. Something is haunting the town. Adam Longoria has gone missing, and his sister claims she's been seeing a bad man in the shadows. Jesse Bachman confronts a terror that is haunting the town of Suval, but will he be able to stop a pure evil that wants him dead? Get the chilling new novella by Michael Aaron Cassidis, author of The Distance to the End. A Trick of the Eyes, a stunning new work of horror that is keeping readers turning the page. Get A Trick of the Eyes anywhere books are sold, online or in stores, ask for it by name. A Trick of the Eyes by Michael Aaron Casares. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and get started on the poetry because I just, the music's going to set it right. Now, um, the first two that I'm going to share with you, again, this is going to be off of the website. So therootofanyreturns.com, click on poetry. Uh, this, if you're looking for the specific URL, would be therootofanyreturns.com slash tag slash poetry slash page slash eight slash and uh i'll be starting with the poem a thousand years away um and the first two and like i'm just gonna read from here but the first two poems i'm i am going to share with you because if you'd like to follow along you can and it's on the screen as well of course but um the first two are actually published poems that i'm going to share with you a thousand years away and the one that follows and A Thousand Years Away first was published um, actually a long time ago, back in 2010, I want to say. And it was published in um, a European um, online literary magazine called Queeb Nest Nido. I think, I believe that the ghost of that magazine is still somewhere on the internet um, because they created PDF files out of their issues. And so they, they had quite a few of them. I don't think like a whole lot, but um, I'm, not, I'm not aware if they're still making magazines or not. But uh, this poem was included in that one, uh, the first one I'm going to read. And then subsequently I published it in uh, This Reality of Man. And um, I want to say its last incarnation aside from this website of course was in my latest publication the vanishing poet 
because The Vanishing Poet was a collection of poetry that had been published in like independent periodicals, uh, online magazines, um, out of print publications, chat books and stuff like that, that didn't necessarily hit like an official, you know, like print market or publisher's market um, or uh, was not archived in any way. So The Vanishing Poet kind of collected a lot of my poetry from, you know, a decade ago or so. All right, so I've been long for words. The first poem I'm going to share is entitled A Thousand Years Away. Wisps, thin hues, these feathers wafting lines of string. The spectrum in this photo, what our eyes can see, a scattered rainbow on clouds that stretch through vast and spacious sky. My mind can only comprehend the domain I call Earth, could never see that distant space where lights and orbs and stars are born. This organism all the same, do I shine a thousand years away? Insufferably didactic. She walked to the door, opened it, greeted the salesman with Bible in hand, invited him in, offered coffee or hot cocoa. He did not need evidence to believe. She did not need to believe to have evidence because it was there, hidden in the books of man the ones the preachers refuted and called blasphemy. Do not believe in the works of man, he'd been told, for their works are nothing compared to the Lord's. What's there is there before your eyes, and if, even if you don't understand, she thought. The mysteries of origin were becoming undone. Science was opening the doors of spirituality, unmasking the face of God, showing man he and at the same time, himself. But the preachers could not have that, could not turn over those stones, could not find God in the forest or God in the trees, could not find God inside him or God inside she. We are energy, she said, and meekly bowed her head, and slightly smiled, because she knew that when we were at an end, no matter what faith we labeled this existential dream, we would be the same, free from all this constructed dust animated and given names. The only question was what experience we chose as we walked our circles down the path and off the trail. So yes, <clears throat> those two poems were previously published now. Uh, the first poem, like I had mentioned, was published in Quidnes Nido, 
um, insufferably didactic, was published in an online journal called Calloused Hands. Um, Calloused Hands is no longer publishing, so, uh, but I believe, again, like, the ghost of their, um, you know, online magazine should still be somewhere online, if you were to research it, or, like, to search it, like, you know, uh, duck, duck, go it, or something like that. Um, and then Insufferably Didactic did appear in the This Reality of Man, which, again, was my first publication, uh, full collection of poetry under my name, my second full collection of poetry under any given name, <laughs> I guess you could say. <clears throat> now, the only thing that I could say about the next poem that I'm going to share with you is that it is far newer than the last two that I've read to you. Um, if not hot off the press in the year 2018, this poem is entitled, Once Condemned. Tentative speak, group think, safety in numbers, 100th monkey challenge, dueling concepts vie, majority silent, minority mob, contention rotting in the brain. Sentient vibrations, uncertain dictations, Bubbling up in the mind, pressure left to understanding shadowed in the absurdity of abstract thought and metaphor. There is no vessel, just primordial willpower and the will to find power, to stamp out the beliefs and strangle the heart of the enemy, a racist, fascist, far less agreeable than traitors and pedophiles, disassociative conscience, sociopathy of the eyes, soulless and blank. The empty void is in the smile. The target is in the sight. Nothing subjective about it. The objective perspective, a serial killer zeroing in on its prey. It drops the bombs. It shoots the gun. It throws the knife. It thrashes with a stick. It berates with words. It pierces with the spirit. It doesn't understand the concept love it's never known it never felt it perhaps hurt deep down inside the light has risen past the 45th degree it burrows deep the length of every well it pierces to the core exposes shadows and dark hearts radiates the intolerant and hateful it keeps them from their goals for the light workers and deep hearts have transmuted the days and have migrated the world to another height altogether, have changed the nightmare of persecution, have altered the agonies of tribulation and shown them to the sun, have faced them with its burning light, have warmed them with its empowering love. The last thing that must be done is to lock away all transgressions and forget the hate they held and favor forgiveness with hindsight and stories to recite to the memory progression's glory, the hands that heal, life's final extension, gleeful exploration, growth thriving, 
gold and white, deeper green and deepest blue, amethyst, indigo. Yeah, that is um, definitely a newer poem. No younger than November 13th, 2018. Or no older than. <laughs> no older than that date. Um, let's see what we have next. Okay, so... The next poem... The only way that I care to preface it is to say that it could possibly have been included in the Black um, Orpheus series that I'm currently doing that I was talking about earlier. Um, I feel like I kind of talk ad nauseum about, you know, you know, some of the projects that I'm working on, but um, just in case you're someone who just happens to pass by in the uh, uh, worldwide web stream. Um, Black Orpheus is a collection of poetry that I'm writing um, under the pen name of Nicholas Duke. And Nicholas Duke is the protagonist to my novel, The Distance to the End. So, but this poem, Crystal and Delirium, could have been included in Black Fort Orpheus. Actually, I might have included it in Black Orpheus now that I think about it. Um, let me see. Let's just run over to Wattpad real quick. No! I'm already a member of Wattpad. Uh, no. I have a poem called Crystalline Haze. Okay. Alright, so, Crystalline Delirium. This poem could have been included in Black Orpheus. I considered possibly putting it in there as part one, but it's not. So I'm going to read that to you now. This is a poem called Crystalline Delirium. Day after thanks runs together like one. Five days, four nights of questionable lust clouded by the threat of retreat, or worse, a social disease. Truth. I held him like a lover. I loved him like forever, aware I'd not see him for another few weeks. First time in my bed, beneath the heavy liquids of rash decision, the consequences and rewards are days away, uncompleted. Unity in soul is never met, an exercise of tongues and marvels, the deep breathing exploits sensation with euphoric death, chemical nausea, becoming in the end the shrill of nerves that joyful sing, sunrises and a blink of an eye, the queen's gabon is the cold and the hot tug war, the dead arise to work as consumption in his peaked for the year, and the fall reset takes its leave. 
as gratitude gives way to reality and the innocent are stricken as darkened love plants sleep and doubt and old ghosts begin to dance without a care between the moon and the sun. And that is that, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed the poetry for this evening on a Tuesday night. And uh, again, I do apologize that uh, I didn't bring it to you on a Sunday night. In fact, I don't think I even closed that circle that I was talking to you all about, which was um, the appropriateness of having a poetry reading on Tuesday night as opposed to Sunday night um, because I would really like to put some experience time in with the audience since the Sea Report has kind of begun to monopolize the Monday through Friday. But this Tuesday night kind of is a nice breakup for it. Now, way back in the day when I first started to do poetry and we're talking about... Well, I mean, I was writing poetry as young as 11 or 12, but um, writing, writing poetry and like, you know, committing it to journal as in something that I wanted to do, something that I was interested in, something that was a hobby, becoming more than that. It was something that was, when I was younger, it was very much a refuge for me. It was very much a place for me to go where I would, you know, be able to just get everything off my chest, put it down, you know, whatever it was that I needed it to be. Um, and it was a cathartic, it was a cathartic method for me growing up. Poetry for me was very much catharsis until I was about, oh boy, maybe 16 or 17 maybe at the earliest 15, but prior to that, I wrote terrible crap. And, um, I read a lot of that publicly on Tuesday nights at a poetry reading in my hometown. And every Tuesday night, they would meet at a bookstore that's no longer there, and they would read poetry for like, you know, two hours. It was round robin style. I loved it. Um, I loved reading my teenage angst poetry there and shocking people with how dark my soul was. Um, but all of that changed. I, I had probably at least four full, four to five, but definitely four full, like, you know, notebook, you know, 80 page notebook tablets, like the ones that you get for like school or whatever, like college rolled, filled with poetry from like you know age I don't know whatever to whatever it was like I think I started feeling those when I was like 12 or 13 like those tablets and I think I had about four 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 full full ones by the time I was about 15 um every page written in though you know not just like oh you know like scribble scrabble and and tearing shit out but I threw all of it away. Um, I can't remember if I burned it or if I just shredded it all, but I got rid of it all because it was that, it was that bad. 
And the only poem that I have that remains from that group of poems is a poem called um, This Concerning Neutrality. And that poem was recently published in my book, The Vanishing Poet. Anyways, um, if you're interested in checking out my books, visit my website. If you purchase them directly from me, then I will cover shipping. And if you want, I'll sign it. It's up to you. Some people are into that. Some people are not. It doesn't make a difference to me. And also, um, if not, if you have a Prime, if you have a Prime, you know, um, membership, then get it from Prime. You know, you can get any of my books from Prime except for the first one, which is called Sad Height. That one's long out of print. I do have some available in my bookstore, but they ain't cheap. And um, everything that I do for is literally, is literally paid for by my listeners and by my readers like everything everything about me right now existing on this planet is literally paid for by my listeners and my readers so i appreciate any bit of help that you can give me let me know and get in touch uh there's contact uh forms on my website and um yeah, you know, or or get in touch through Q&A Hills podcast. If you want to be a guest on the experience, let me know. Um, I'm always up for any kind of friendly type of conversation or discussion. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and sign up for now, guys. It's been lively. You will be able to see this on the podcast side very soon. And I'm also going to also start looking into doing something on Twitch as well. So like... I'll see what's up because I'm doing um, I'm doing work with E6W and Q&A Holes podcast and I want to develop some more special reports for them and also uh, continue to do um, these the uh, Wednesday night and Saturday night as well as the C report on the weekly. So we'll see what's up. Busy, busy, busy. If you help me out, um, I can keep on doing this and dedicate even more time to it. And then, you know, not have to get carried away by doing uh, other menial tasks that do not include creating content for the likes of you all. All right. This is Michael Aaron Custeris with The Experience signing out. You all have a great evening and we'll see you on the flip side. The experience with Michael Aaron Kosteris is listener-supported. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider making a small monthly donation to support future episodes. You can contribute directly at anchor.fm slash thexpodcast. Click on the support button and enter your card information for a secure donation. Choose your monthly donation, 99 cents to $9.99 a month. Every bit helps. Again, visit anchor.fm slash the X podcast spelled the T H E X podcast E X P O D C A S T and tell them Michael sent you.